Sonic. Laconic. <laughs> Laconic. The show where we supersonic race our way through each episode of the 1994 Sonic the Hedgehog animated series, colloquially known as Sonic Sat AM. I'm Alberto, and with me today is my co-host, Ida. Hi, guys. Uh, today, we'll be watching this episode. Titled Dulcie. Released October 22nd, 1994. Did anything uh, of note happen that day? That's my birthday. Well, not that day. I wasn't born yet. Because <laughs> I'm a youth. Uh, uh, what else do you have to say? Alberto said it was called something about the moon. It's Oh, not. yeah. Last episode, I said, I think this episode is called Cry of the Wolf. That is incorrect. But there is an episode called Cry of the Wolf. It's just later in the season. So, let's get into it. Yep, here's the... Okay. I have a disclaimer on this synopsis. It's about the quality of the episode. Okay. So, it's just as good as the episode was. So, it's going to be fan-freaking-tastic. And there are a few specific words that it autocorrected to something very apt... That I decided not to fix. So, here it is. Sonic breaks into Robotropolis in middle of night with Chuck and Dunce's help. Robotnik shows up in PJs and sends Bot after Sonic. Sonic stops for some reason and gets stuck in Megamuck. Dully freezes everyone. <laughs> Dully freezes everyone and saves Sonk. <laughs> Rotor tapes mud to Dunce's knees? Dully goes crazy and then to sleep upside down while sucking thumb. Sally wears pajamas. Dully has wings on feet all of a sudden and sleep flies to Dragon's Nest where eggs are laid. Sonic and Sally save Dully from bots. Dulcie goes into play... Ghost. I got it right that time? Dulcie goes to place and is immediately captured. But not actually. That was just for the commercial break. A different dra dragon was captured. Dully takes that dragon's egg. A lot of stuff happens that I don't give a darn about. Action sequence. Sonic in Dunce's pouch. Uncle Chuck has an office. <laughs> they save the dragon, who then leaves with the baby dragon. Robotnik gets megamucked. Fate of all dragons rests on a stupid baby and a dragon that was just born two seconds ago. Get it? Bad. <laughs> just real bad. <laughs> so, <clears throat> I think you can tell that I did not like this episode very much. No, I was watching it and I uh, very much had a hard time making myself pay attention because it was bad. <laughs> One thing that I have noticed when I write the plot summary, there's a lot of, for some reason, and a lot of all of a sudden, so that shows you just uh, how how well written this show is. So you're implying things don't make sense or come out of nowhere, not connected to the plot. Yes. All right. So Dulcie sleeps upside down like a bat. Sucking her thumb. Or, well, I guess what, like a possum? Do they hang by their tail? A possum? Because she's hanging by her tail. Bats hang by their feet. I don't know anything about opossums. 
Well, I'm out here raising awareness. <laughs> uh, so she sleeps upside down like a possum. An American... Is, is, do you know that's a thing that they do? I think so. I've seen it in cartoons. <laughs> okay, continue. That's it. That's interesting. <laughs> what dragon depiction have you ever seen where they sleep upside down hanging from their tail? What dragon depiction have you seen where they're this annoying? Yeah. We did get to learn more about her mom, though. Which we I... did get to learn more things that I don't care about. Uh, apparently, Dulcie was embarrassed when she was a kid because she... Can blow steam or something? Yeah, I was tuned out during that part, so I have no idea. There was, like, this, like, hologram. Oh, yeah, they they went into her memories and made a hologram of that or something. Huh? Did they do that, or was she just imagining that? I don't know. I assumed she was just imagining it. A lot of these season two episodes have been not good. Yeah, no. And I had heard that season two was better than season one. This one wasn't. Yeah, most of them have not been. This was a very interesting way to introduce Dulcie's role as what? Loser. This, like, savior? Oh, the protector. Yeah, of whatever, the whole world? The whole world. They said, you and this little baby that was just born have to save the world. Because they can blow steam? That's how they know they're the protectors or something? I have no idea. Don't you think that would have been important for us to know? The beginning of the season when Dulcie was introduced? What do you mean? She's been there the whole time. That was my thought. I was like, why are they just bringing this up now? Did she not know this? Do you know why they're bringing it up just now? Why? Because they just thought of it for this episode. And they're never going to talk about it again. Maybe Season two, they've had more reoccurring themes, but it also is possible that it will never... Yeah, where's Rosie? Why wasn't Rosie in this one? Yeah. Tails was. Tails walked into one shot and had no lines. I don't think Antoine appeared at all, though. Mm-mm. But you know what? The grass is always greener on the other side because I'm missing Antoine now. <laughs> what? Say, play that back. Producers, play that back. <laughs> the grass is always greener on the other side. That was okay. That was pretty good. Just like Antoine. Yeah, Antoine's our guy. Um, oh, at the beginning, when they seem to start a lot of these episodes with them in, like, mid-heist or whatever they're doing, where they're, like, sneaking around and not talking, I was thinking, oh my goodness, their, their like, signals to each other are so obvious. I thought to myself, oh, their signals are so advanced, facetiously, because it's, like, thumbs up, or that's, like, a cross your hands over, like, stop. What about this one? Uh, no, this is a kid's show. Uh, what else do you have to say? You know what a six-year-old told me on Monday? I'm gonna kill you. <laughs> no. Oh, that was a five-year-old. <laughs> uh, this six-year-old told me Guardians of the Galaxy 3 is very violent and made him cry two times. Does it have adult themes and situations? Probably. Yeah. Is Apparently, it suitable for children? Should I spoil it? I do not care. Apparently, what's the raccoon's name? Rocky. Sure. I don't know. I don't think that's it. That sounds close. Well, one of his friends died, and it was very sad. A raccoon friend? I don't know. I don't have anything else to say. 
But then I was at that K-4 school last week, and there were goose eggs. You were in class? Yeah, I have to go back to K-4. There were goose eggs under the bench on the playground, and these little kids kept trying to look at the goose eggs and go look at the geese. And I was like, you got to leave the geese alone because they're going to get scared. When they get scared, they're going to start chasing you and they're going to bite you. So leave them alone. And they just wouldn't leave them alone. And three kids got ridden up that day because they were being bad. This one kid who was flipping me off last time I was there, he taught that to everybody else because they were all sticking their middle fingers up at each other and then being like... (laughs) Okay, let's talk some more about Sonic. I have one note. Okay, I didn't take notes. And it is that Robotnik was more egg-shaped in this episode. He seemed much rounder than usual and shorter. Hey, tell me this. Why did you feel the need to include the detail that Sally wears a long nightgown? Sally does not usually wear clothes, so why does she wear clothes to sleep in? All right, that's a good reason to include it. But also, I liked Dr. Robotnik's pajamas. I liked his little nightcap. He had a very regal bedroom, too. Yeah. Okay, I have another anecdote. So I was wearing my Sonic Laconic sweatshirt official merch to another school, and a K-5 kid was looking at it, and he was like, that Sonic is so ugly. He's like, that Sonic is so creepy. If I have to look at it for another second, I'm going to throw up. (laughs) And obviously your response was... If I have to look at you for another second, I'm going to throw up. <laughs> no, if I had said this to this kid, he probably would have started crying. And then you flipped him off and said, I'm going to kill you. <laughs> and then I got fired. <laughs> so now this is your full-time job. Mm-hmm. We've got to do some better episodes yeah, what in else? the future. What else do we know? Should we call some more people? <laughs> How about our parents? Yeah, let's call them. Yeah? Who is it? What's up? Ida's here too. Are you recording me? Um, possibly. Okay. Goodbye. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, perfect. Well, uh, what else do we, what other gimmicks can we, uh, what other prank calls? You want to make some prank calls? No, what's next week's episode called? I don't know. Look it up. Let's see, the episode. The next episode is probably called... Actually, I think we already covered the next episode. It was it was the Rebecca one. Oh. But I don't really care what the next episode is called. Well, what do you think is going to happen in it? <laughs> okay, here's how it's going to start. Sonic and Sally and Bunny are going to be running around in Robotropolis. And then Snively's going to be like, uh, they're here in Robotropolis, and Dr. Robotnik's gonna be like, oh, kill them with the robots, and the robots are gonna come, but not kill them. And then they're gonna go back to Knothole, and then they're gonna meet a new character, 
And this new character is going to be like, I'm going to help you in your cause. And then they're going to help them in the cause. But then something's going to go wrong. And they're going to have to come up with a new plan on how to further the cause. But then in the end, everything's going to turn out okay. And the new friend is going to leave and be like, you did a good job, freedom fighters. So the same thing that happens every other time. Yes. We're running out of episodes, though. Good. You say that now, but if we're going to cover Sonic Underground next, it's a lot worse than this show. But it's funnier, right? No. It's not funnier. It's the more serious one? This is the more serious one. So it's funnier. No. It's worse. It's much, much worse. They're releasing it for our first anniversary? They're releasing the DVD of Sonic Underground, which is like 25 years old, in 2023. (sighs) What's your one-sentence summary? Mine is a quote from you. Today at 11.43 or so. Let me say that again. Today at 11.46 a.m., Ida said, this episode is terrible. What's your one-sentence summary? My one-sentence summary is... You could quote me when I sent the same thing back to you. Or you could quote my one-sentence summary, quoting you. Oh, yeah. My one-sentence summary is a quote from Alberto at 8.06 p.m. today, where he said, and I quote, This is a direct quote from Ida at... 11.43 a.m. approximately. Okay, wait. Let me say that again. I burped, too. And I think it was 11.46. And I didn't say direct quote. And then you said, at 11.46 a.m. today, Ida said, and I quote, this is terrible. End quote. End quote. And you know, that's what the listeners are saying about this episode. Yep. But they keep coming back because we're so cute. We have faces for podcasting. Faces for podcasting. Well, there you have it. Bye! Well...